0: Welcome back to the Playmakers Corner podcast. I am one of your hosts, Cody Stoffer, and today we have a very special guest, the number three running back in the state according to Playmakers Corner. And if you haven't heard of him, make sure that you listen to our episode. And uh, very honored to have our guest, Noah Wagner. Noah, if you wouldn't mind introducing yourself, uh, where you're from, the position that you play, and uh, the school that you play for.
1: Yeah. Um. So I'm from Conifer, Colorado. Uh, I play running back at Conifer High School. Um, I'm 6'3", 210
0: pounds, and
1: uh, yeah, that's, that's about it.
0: All right, so Noah, what we like to do is uh, we have kind of a same question that we ask any guest that comes onto the show just to kind of get to know you and what makes you tick, and uh, that's what is your favorite sports experience or memory while playing sports up until this point?
1: Um. Well, Uh, I'd have to honestly go with last year, not this, um, this season, obviously it was a great season for me and, uh, for my team, but, uh, last season we had just, um, a little bit better of a team and we went super far and, um, all those dudes I've made a bunch of good memories with. And one of the things that just sticks in my head, um, is the first play coming out, um, against one of our uh, evergreen rivals and me breaking away for a touchdown. So that's just one of the things that sticks in my head and probably will forever
2: for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That, that big play, especially against your crosstown rival uh, nothing beats that sometimes. So oh, yes, yeah. especially the rivalry. <laughs> yep. Th- those always mean more. And then, um, you know, I'm assuming that uh, you are also a sports fan and you watch sports So is there a particular memory or experience that you have while watching sports that sticks out to you?
1: Well, recently, um, if you saw DK Metcalf get that uh, chase down uh, uh, after that interception, that one game, uh, I did something similar in one of my games. So that kind of just like sticks in my head, too, especially because that was like something you see like on, you know, on TV. And you're just like, wow, that was crazy. And then to, you know, kind of do the same or a similar thing was pretty cool
0: for sure yeah you'll have to send us the uh clip if you ever find it um i i've rewatched that dk clip tons of times because man <laughs> he really just closes in on him and uh i'm sure you've seen all the memes based off of it too so oh yeah of course they're always a good laugh <laughs> so uh moving on to noah wagner the running back we get so we got to know noah wagner the person a little bit but uh who do you model your game after as far as you know whether that's at the professional level or maybe somebody who also went to your high school or a college running back is there anyone who you try to most closely resemble while playing the game of football
1: well like worth ethic wise I had a few people um, who graduated last year who were like huge inspirations for me they would all they would work out um, run every day and that was just that that type of work work ethic always got me feeling like I need to do the same or even more than that just to, you know, be the best, so I've tried to model my work ethic out of that, at least, out of those people, like, um, they're going to, call, they're playing, both playing uh, D2 football at Mesa here in Colorado, so they're big inspirations for me, for sure, and as far as, like, professional level, I'd say, like, running backs, like, in the NFL, obviously, is far away, and a whole new level, but just something that, like, sticks out to me would be, like, you know, the bigger running backs, because I am a taller running back like um, Henry and all those people
0: in the NFL. Hey, fair enough. Those are uh, good guys, smaller your game after uh, with Derek Henry being the leading rusher in the NFL right now. And also, exactly <laughs> that's certainly not bad. And yeah, there's definitely some people uh, along the way, especially in high school that can really make or break a sport for you. And I'm really glad that you have those inspirations and congrats to them for playing over at Mesa. I'm familiar with that scene over there too. So Mm -hmm. not too bad. No, just a huge inspiration for me for sure. Good, good. So I guess what, what was your reaction to, you know, I know we've probably, you've probably had your notifications blowing up as far as, you know, our TikTok account, our Instagram and posting (laughs) our show. Um, What is your reaction to, I guess, kind of being on the show and our evaluation of you as well. It
1: was awesome. Honestly, um, your evaluation was pretty spot on. Like I do definitely need to work on a bunch and, uh, I'm definitely going to take that to my heart and definitely work on that. And it's what I have been doing, obviously something you need to do if you want to play at the next level. So, uh, if I want to play at the next level, which I do, uh, I need to work on those things and, um, I am and, I honestly thought it was spot on for what I need to work on for sure.
0: Would you say that the strengths were spot on too? Let's not focus too much on the uh, areas of improvement. Give yourself some credit. You are a heck of a running back.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd say the strengths were pretty good. And um, I definitely have the speed that I need. And uh, that's one of the things that I'm pretty, pretty confident in, pretty proud of. So especially if I I'm definitely going to get faster here and I'd, I just need to prove that to people for sure
0: absolutely we love uh prove it prove it stories and points so now kind of talking about you know those areas of strength you know we've talked about on our show but I kind of want to get you know um your spiel on it what are two to three qualities that separate you from other running backs in the state
1: well I'd say one uh would be just how hard I run I'd say I mean we obviously had a pretty good team and a pretty good line and uh some of the time I wouldn't have uh, my starting lineman, and time I would have to run through a lot of people before I could get into the open. And um, I feel like that's one of the things that I'm good at. And then obviously my speed is one of the things I'm most proud of is just getting around people, getting by people before they can even touch me. And then I'd say I can still uh, catch the ball pretty good. I can uh, maneuver to like whatever position I'm needed to go to but this year for me it was running
0: back so all right you heard it here first from Noah Wagner what separates him from other backs in the state and I respect that and agree with a with a lot of those things so and then I guess you know you already kind of talked about you you plan on working on your speed some more you know to get to that next level but mm-hmm. are there any other areas that you're focusing on in this off season?
1: oh well you know the two things strength and speed um Honestly, with all the snow that's been up in Colorado, it's hard to get outside and running. So I've been actually training strength a good bit more, but making sure I still keep my speed, obviously. But definitely a lot of people are um, pretty strong in the next level, especially big D1 football. So I need to get up my maxes and uh, make sure I get in the weight room every day. So
0: Absolutely. So and, you know, you, you just talked a little bit about, you know, Going to that next level, we've talked about it a little bit. You even said some guys from your high school went D2, and you just mentioned D1. And I, I'm curious, if you don't mind sharing kind of what has recruitment looked like so far to you? And is there anything that you can share with people who, you know, maybe the junior sophomores and freshmen who will be in your position one day?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, first off, uh, recruitment's a little slow for me, but I do have uh, two D1 schools I'm talking to, Valparaiso. A D1, and then uh, IU is actually talking to me. Indiana. Uh, I did get. Um, they're thinking about offering me a walk on, which is pretty cool from Big D- D1 school like that. But if I were to talk to younger people about recruitment, I'd say you need to get on it right away because I was a little late to the whole party. You know about getting getting out there to coaches and making sure you have social media where they can contact you and everything but I was definitely late to that. So if I were to talk to anybody about it, I would say you should get on it as soon as you can make sure you're reaching out to people, make sure you're posting videos of you working because people aren't just going to see you uh, when you play football, especially in a small three, uh, a like we are.
0: Yeah. You, you almost have to like market yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and create a brand for yourself. And exactly. you know, as far as your style of play, you certainly have that, but that's really good advice. And I appreciate you sharing that. And, you know, that's something that I definitely didn't do, uh, when I was in high school. So I'll have to echo that sentiment as well. You know, you gotta, uh, I mean, there's some guys, you know, where, well, like we're given names here, right. Of, of people to look, look at at different positions and we go to look for them and there's no film of them anywhere. Like we just can't find them, you know, they're, they're a shadow person, you know? Uh, so definitely take Noah's advice and, uh, you know, hop on that and, Get ready. Now, don't go as far as some guys, you know, they have their whole middle school film on there. And I don't care too much about that on, but you know, uh, just just uh, make sure to get on top of it and definitely social media. I know Twitter is a pretty popular spot for uh, it's huge. So that's something I
1: picked on, picked up from uh, some of my teammates that it was not working out. I couldn't get any a hold of any coaches. And then they're like, Twitter, it's the best way everybody's got a Twitter. So,
0: yeah, I didn't even know that until, you know, I'd say even earlier this year when, uh, you know, there there's a former host on here, uh, Jesse Booten, and he currently works at Trinity International as a coach, and he had to go to Twitter for recruiting. So it's yeah. definitely important and, um, you know, something to consider. Now, uh, you talk about some of the schools that you've been talking to, and I, I guess what are some things that you prioritize from a school whether that's you know focusing on education or from a football program or both,
1: I'd say both. To be honest, uh, I really like. Obviously, I want to play big football, and that's one of the one of my requirements. But uh, you know, it's not common, not at all common, for anybody to go to the NFL. So you got to make sure you have a good academic school. So really, football for me is. I'm hoping to get some money, even though obviously. D1 football is a big thing for me. I'd I'd love to get money too, to make sure I can go further in academics, like a good pre med or pre law school for sure.
0: Oh wow, aiming for aiming for those long term uh long term goals is gonna save some lives, huh? Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I mean, respect family,
1: that. Yeah, the family definitely wants me to go into something like that for sure.
0: Yeah, th- those are admirable goals, and uh you know there's definitely schools that maybe, uh, you know, not at the Division One level that do offer good programs in those things. Oh, yeah. So, you know, just keep your options open. Oh, yeah. And um, I guess, you know, this this can be related to – this next question could be related to football or life in general, and you just kind of talked about it a little bit academically. But now that your high school football career is over, uh, what is your outlook or goals for college ball or just college in general?
1: Well, I think definitely a goal is to – get as much uh, scholarship money as I can to try to pay off most of college, to be honest with you, whether that be through football or academics. Um, definitely get stronger, get faster, do the best I can wherever I do play college football, which I definitely will. No matter where I have to go, I'll definitely go play
0: um, some college football. Yeah. Hey, I love to hear that. You know, uh, whenever you get there, love to uh, catch up with you and talk your college experience as well. So, Oh, Love yeah, to stay in cool. contact for sure, and I guess you you've stressed academics, and it sounds like your family is prideful in the academic side. And uh, are you still have one semester of school to go, right? You just said yes, that uh, yes, before the interview that you're working on finals, so uh, don't do what <coughs> Noah did and take the interview. Just kidding, interview with us, please. <laughs> um, and uh, I guess with with a semester still left of school, what advice would you give to high school athletes? I guess looking to go to the next level and I guess maybe just high school advice in general, as far as academics go as well.
1: Well, definitely for me, it was pretty hard this year with COVID and everything and online school, it's just pretty hard to focus and everything. But, um, uh, just in general, I'd say keep up with your schoolwork and, uh, athletics and stuff will come naturally second. Um, just if you make sure to manage your time, right. And manage your, I guess, athletic life too. Um, it's actually pretty easy. Then you can still have some free time when you need it for sure.
0: That's solid advice. And I might want to take up on that advice too, because I'm still bad at time management and I'm a college <laughs> grad. So I would better <laughs> figure that out before I get too far. <laughs> yes. I need to get better at it too. <laughs> uh, always room for improvement in everything we do. But True. I guess, you know, you, you've made it, you know, this far and, you know, you still have quite a ways to go, but is there anybody in particular who you'd like to mention who's been important to your academic or athletic career who you'd like to thank on the show? And, you know, this could be friends, family, coaches, or fellow players. You already, you know, kind of thanked those two mentors of sort uh, that went on to play ball over at Mesa. But is there more following that that you'd also like to shout out on the show, give you a chance for that?
1: Well, players, I'd have to thank uh, my quarterback, which is one of my longest friends, played Manfa football, Little League football, all the way up to the end of high school football, and all, has always been one of the better players on my team and my one of my best friends. It's Gunnar Truby. He's my quarterback. He's, he's always been a huge help to me, both academically and athletically, and he's just always been there for me whenever I need him, and uh, he's a good athlete all around, too. Better linebacker. He's also my linebacker buddy. One of the best linebackers I've ever seen for sure. And then um, I'd like to thank my line. You got to do that as a running back. Obviously, I need to thank them too <laughs> because they are a, bit, a huge help and they're all really good players. We got um, Mason and Ray Belodi, and then we got uh, Cole Donovan. All huge helps and uh, really good linemen. And then uh, academically, I'd say. I'd have to thank, uh, honestly, my parents mostly, my dad and my mom, always pushing me forward academically.
0: Hey, sounds like uh, you got a lot, a lot of uh, supporting cast that helps you out, and you know that's successful for anyone is to have others uh, prop you up and push you to get further. So, really mm-hmm. glad that you yeah. had that, and I think it shows both, you know, in in your schooling and also in your football. You know, I can there's a lot of players that or a lot of student athletes that don't make it to this point because they don't have that cast or they don't use it. So I'm glad that, you know, you have those tools, you have those resources and they help you excel. Exactly. And I guess, uh, you know, as, as we get to the end here, are there any lasting quotes or thoughts you'd like to share, you know, that maybe you haven't had a chance to share with, you know, this could be high schoolers or, you know, even as, far down as, uh, you know, Little League and stuff like that.
1: I guess the lesson that I've learned from all of this is that to do what you love. You can never work too hard for that. For sure.
0: I really like that. You know, I think that's quote worthy. So, you know, give yourself some credit for that. And (laughs) maybe maybe we end up uh, putting that on the cover of this interview episode. But, you know, if that's uh, what you got for us, I just want to say on behalf of Playmakers Corner that. We're so grateful to have you on the show and we wish you nothing but the best heading forward. And, you know, uh, keep us uh, keep us in the loop because we're oh, yeah. excited to see where you go and uh, wish you the best of luck there and, you know, hopefully eventually do some college film breakdown of you. So. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, I'd love that. And thank you for having me on and I'd love to keep in touch with you for sure. All right. And thank you so much, Noah.
0: And that does it for the Noah Wagner interview. Coming up next, we have... The number one rated running back, according to Playmakers Corner, class of 2021, Q Jones. So stay tuned. Welcome back to the Playmakers Corner podcast. I am one of your hosts, Cody Stoffer, And today we have a very special guest joining us for an interview, and we're really thankful for their time. Um, if you'd like to introduce yourself, uh, what position you play, uh, what school you go to, and what um, yeah, just go ahead and tell us about that.
2: Okay, my name is uh, Q Jones. Um, I played running back at Southfork Carson High School.
0: Awesome. And uh, Q, what we do here is uh, we always do a little introduction thing as far as uh, sports experiences and memories. So, what is your favorite sports experience or memory while playing?
2: Um, uh, I think my sophomore year, um, playing playing against. Uh, Eagle Crest. Um, I think it was our third or fourth game of the season. Um, they had a really good linebacker that year and, you know, that whole week my team was just talking about how, you know, it's gonna be a challenge for me and stuff. And it was one of my favorite experiences because it was actually a fun game. Me and him actually went back and forth the whole game and you know, as a sophomore competing with a senior, that's that's um you know, a Division One athlete, it's, it's always a, a great feeling and stuff because around that time, I didn't know if I was going to be a Division One athlete or a Division Two athlete, so it was definitely a fun experience for me.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a huge defining moment for you. And, uh, you know, Eagle Crest, they produce some dudes. They have a ton of Division One talent. You know, basically every year they have some raw athletes, so I can imagine that succeeding against that level of play is uh, pretty huge for you. And you guys were 4A back then, right? So, you guys were playing against 5A school, right?
2: Um. Well, we were 5A back then and we oh, just, okay. this, this season was our first season at 4A, so.
0: Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little bit out of the loop, so just forgive me on that, but um, no, you're fine. <laughs> back to the uh, inter. I assume that you're a sports fan, seeing as that you play sports. So, what is your favorite sports viewing experience, whether it was a live event or, you know, a game that you might have watched on TV?
2: Uh... Honestly, every time I watch Alvin Kamara play, it's always it's it's always exciting for me, you know, whether that's just, you know, a simple game or they're playing in the playoffs. I mean he he's one of the uh, few NFL players that I look up to and I'm just like, Man, I want a ball like him one day. So anytime I get to watch him, um, it's always the best experience viewing it.
0: You know, it's funny that you bring that up because uh, my next question, focusing a bit more on Q Jones, the running back, and what his goals are, is I was going to ask you, who do you model your game after? Um, I would guess Kamara might be in that conversation then.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, there's a lot of great backs that I see in the NFL um, through college and stuff. But <clears throat> him, more than anything, um, I, I try to idolize my game beyond because, you know, he's just a good player and he he could do it all. And, you know, that's what I, I told my coach this season. That I want to be able to do it all. And, you know, that's the whole reason why I grew my dreads out is because of, you know, running backs like him. So.
0: Heck, yeah, I love to see that and uh, that inspiration carry over. And uh, you dominated uh, this season, (laughs) kind of like Alvin Kamara does. So, you know, at least you're able to emulate that. And, you know, your dominance landed you at our number one spot at the class of 21 running backs. Uh, What is your reaction to our evaluation and uh, you're ranking as the number one running back in Colorado, class of
2: 2021. Uh, It's definitely a blessing. You know, um, it, it's really one of those things that you, you let the people decide, decide your factor and your plan and stuff. You know, anybody can say, yeah, I'm the best athlete in Colorado. I'm the best, you know, at my position in Colorado or anywhere. But, you know, it, it's really up to the people. So, you know, when people come along and say that, hey, Q, you, you, you know, You're the number one on our list for running back and stuff like that. It's always a blessing because, you know, going back to when I wasn't playing football and I seen running backs that were getting ranked number one, and I was just thinking, like, you know, that that could be me. You know, and when I got this chance to play again, uh, it was obviously fun. And, you know, the fact that people (laughs) see me as the number one running back here, it's it's just a blessing.
0: Awesome. Well, it, it's a bit of a blessing to get to watch someone like you ball out and uh, succeed at a game that we all love and have a passion for. Um, did you have a chance, or have you seen uh, some of the other guys that were on the list, the uh, Noah Wagners or the James Walkers of the world?
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, that, and that's the other thing, too, with me, and I think a lot of other guys like that, too. Is, you know, week by week when those stats hit the board and, you know, you um, – you see your stats compared to other guys when guys put out their Macy's and highlight tape and stuff like that. You know, you look for that. And and also when they post their offers and stuff, you look at all that stuff and, you know, you're just like, okay, um, he he has a good factor here and you just, you just piece together, you know, what these guys are like in the state of Colorado. That's at my position. So yeah, I definitely know about all those guys.
0: Sweet. So I'm glad that you know about those guys and know a bit about other running backs because, I want to do a little bit of a compare and contrast and I want to ask you personally, what are, what do you think are two to three qualities that separate you from other running backs in the state of Colorado? Uh,
2: oh, I don't know. See, one thing that with me, I'm really not the type of person to compare to you know other running backs. I think that a lot of people have you know their their own it factor. You know, um, you know, a lot of things for me is, um, I'm really agile. Um, I hear that from a lot of people and stuff, but, you know, of course there's other running backs that are agile. It's just, you know, it's really the position you get put in where you have to make a move or you decide to run them over and stuff like that. So that's how I feel about that.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. You bring up a good point. Uh, it's always better to just focus on what you do best, not necessarily how it compares to others. So I like that philosophy. And, um focusing a bit more on you as well uh what is something that you've prioritized to work on this
2: off season um going into my senior year
0: uh headed you you could talk about your heading into your senior year if you want but also preparing for that next level
2: okay okay so um you know for my you know going into my senior year uh i, I knew i had to work on blocking you know and um pretty much my whole sophomore year, I showed that I can catch, I can run, and all that stuff, so I wanted to work on my blocking, and um, that's what I prioritized, Um, and now that I'm getting ready to be a freshman in college, um, I really want to work on, you know, my takeoff speed. I know that I'm fast, um, but I want to make sure that, you know, when I get an open field, I can really, like, you know, does some kids and and, you know, just have a good takeoff speed. So this offseason, I'm going to work a lot on, you know, running and stuff and and making sure that, you know, my legs are strong and and ready for the physicality in college.
0: Yeah, that's definitely something to keep in mind. And uh, once again, I know I said it off the air, but I'm going to say it on the air. Uh, Congratulations to your commitment to Dartmouth. That is a heck of a prestigious school. And so kind of talking about that next level a little bit, uh, what are things that you were looking for when looking for a school or a football program, and then how did Dartmouth fit those needs? Uh,
2: you know, as I, as this recruiting process went along, my, my perspective and things I wanted, um, you know, kind of changed throughout the recruiting world, um, you know, before it was just uh, – it was to play at a, a top-tier school that can get me to the NFL, you know but uh, after hearing from, you know, many people, um, you know, you, if you have the talent, they will find you. So, you know, I kind of just wanted a place where I can fit in, you know, not only as you know, a football player, but as a person, um, you know, it, obviously it's a, it's going to be a challenging, um, in the academics and, you know, I love challenges. So when I'm around a bunch of people that are used to that, you know, that, that fits in with me, um, you know, the staff was very welcoming, you know, they, they kind of reminded me of, you know, the football staff that I have here at Fountain, and, um, you know, when uh, it came down to making my decision, I just was like, you know, Dartmouth is the place I want to be, um, I could start a new life there, you know, and just enjoy it, so.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, and uh, definitely aligns up with some of the things that we've heard from other guys' is fit, and uh, chemistry with the staff is mm-hmm. almost everything, so. Um yeah. and then I guess uh kind of focusing on um improving at Dartmouth, you know, and uh trying to make your own name there and even a legacy at Dartmouth. Um, how do you think Dartmouth helps you with some of the areas of improvement that we talked about on the show?
2: Um, you know, it, it's it's a professional environment. You know, you go there and there there's kids that well First off, you go there and there's kids that are from, you know, across the country, across the world. So you don't just go to Dartmouth and expect to be around a bunch of kids from Colorado. You know, you you get kids from everywhere. So you get to learn um, and meet new people Um, and the connections there is just it's just outstanding. So, you know, that not only will help me, you know, in the football aspect, but it's going to help me become a better person, which is, you know, which is some people need to realize that you know football is going to end one day and it, it, it comes down to you know what you know who you know and things like that and I think darkness can definitely help me with uh, you know some things like that.
0: Yeah, it's it life is a bit bigger than football and I'm glad that uh, you're able to recognize that you know and and that's a very mature thing to say and a very mature thing to aim for. So good to hear that and I'm pretty sure that. You know, that's something that some of these younger listeners need to hear as well, because a lot of them are football or bust guys and they don't see the biggest picture. So appreciate you for sharing that insight. Um, I want to say now that your high school football career is over, what are some of your outlooks or goals for specifically college ball? I know you kind of talked about it a little bit as far as like being ready for that bigger picture. But do you have any concrete on the field goals as far as, you know, like, uh, when to play or uh, goals when you do play?
2: Yeah. Um. You know. <clears throat> so you know, I want to be a true freshman. You know, not only do I want to be a true freshman, but I want to start my freshman year. Um. I understand that. You know, going into college, you gotta learn a way, a new playbook, and all that stuff. But you know, I'm already on top of that. Um. I just want to be, you know, great on the field and um, just, you know beat simple goals so that you know by the time it comes you know 2025 um you know i can enter the nfl draft or football my football days are over i did everything i could on the field so you know step one is to to make sure that you know i play next year in the fall and and to be a starter so
0: all right those are admirable goals and i wish you the best uh trying to collect on them and um uh, I kind of want to talk about some hindsight, you know, um, you have one semester left of school, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, I, I just, I lose track of who's graduating early and stuff and COVID is throwing a wrench yeah. into some people's plans, but uh, with one semester left, what advice would you give to high school athletes, you know, um, going through high school or looking to go to the next level or anything like that?
2: Um, you know, you know, just enjoy the moment, you know, like high school goes by fast. Um, people, <clears throat> a lot of people say that, but, you know, it, it's it's really true. High school really does go by fast. And, you know, everything that you do when it comes to schoolwork, you know, hanging out with friends, playing sports and stuff, just enjoy all of it. And, um, you know, also from an athlete standpoint, just, um, you know, remember that you guys are a student athlete you know student comes first so make sure you have the grades and stuff like that so when it comes down to you making a decision senior year it doesn't have to be as tough as you know you know other kids who don't take school serious or they don't take their grades serious you know because like I said one day the sports that you are playing it will end so you know you want to you want to give give back to it as well as it's given to you so
0: those are all sound advice. And, uh, as somebody who coaches, I appreciate you talking about the student athlete emphasis, um, you know, eligibility as a coach is a a pain in the neck. So I appreciate you encouraging, um, good habits in the classroom because, you know, if, if you don't get it done in the classroom, you don't even get a chance to play on the field. So Q here is an excellent example of just an awesome student. I want to congratulate you on your academic career as well. I mean, Holy cow, my GPA was never that high, so uh, congratulations on that. You know, uh, Dartmouth is a big brain school, too, and I think that you're up for the challenge for sure. Um,
2: yeah.
0: If you don't mind, I, I kind of want to talk about your high school journey a little bit. And, um, you know, it, if I recall correctly, you had to overcome uh, some serious obstacles. You know, obviously, you excelled in the classroom, but obviously on the field, you know, he had some injury issues. How did you overcome that, and what was that process like? Because a lot of people can – they don't come back mentally from the injuries. So what kind of advice would you share on
2: that level? Well, it, you know, it was definitely it was definitely a long journey. You know, it, it's frustrating. One thing that, you know, a lot of co- coaches told me through that time where I wasn't playing football and stuff is that you're going to have a lot of emotions and stuff because you're going through something that, you know, a lot of people don't go through or, you know, yourself. So, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, for me as a person, I've been um, dealing with obstacles my whole life. So I was kind of used to it. It was just, you know, it was obviously in a different form. So, you know, I kind of made it fun for myself to, you know, go to rehab. You know, it's fun for myself when I'm sitting at 160 pounds and I have, you know, three, four months till it's season time. So I have to gain 20, 25 pounds. So, you know, I just, I just challenged myself because, um, uh, one thing I did was I, I put it to real life, you know, when you're an adult and you're on your own and stuff and, you know, you run into an obstacle, what are you going to do? Like you, not a lot of people will have help and, you know, you just kind of got to overcome that and, and do your part. Um, make sure you stay on track and stuff and motivate yourself and, you know, sit around it and, and and think of the good things you did. You know, I did a lot of good things my sophomore year, so you know, um, I didn't really have a biggest worry. I was still talking to Division one coaches. I still had a good support system, so I just continued to go through the grind like any other athlete's supposed to. So.
0: Hey, I appreciate that advice, and you know, I salute you for uh, your recovery and not only coming back strong, but coming back stronger than ever before, and you know, uh, continuing to put up a show and um, You know, you talk about um, your support system being a factor on that road to recovery. I want to just give you some time, give you the floor. Um, Is there anybody in particular who you'd like to mention who's been important to your academic or athletic career who you'd like to thank on the show? Uh, This could be friends, family, coaches, uh, fellow players. And, you know, take as much time as you want because those support systems are really important and we want to reinforce that to these uh, up-and-coming athletes.
2: Yeah, you know um you know saying a specific person or you know a specific group but you know really it's it's really just everyone around me you know the whole coaching staff that I have they were all you know there for me. you know when I was in the hospital and stuff getting my surgery surgery you know I had my whole coaching staff come through a bunch of my teammates came through like it was just it was just incredible um seeing how you know, how much people actually cared about me and stuff, you know, my family, they always made sure I was on track, they always made sure, you know, I didn't, you know, get below, you know, where I'm usually at, you know, because I'm usually a person that, you know, always happy, always motivated to do stuff, and, you know, when they see that, you know, hey, you're not, you're not going to school or whatever, you know, they get on me, and, and they pick me up, motivate me, and get me back to it, you know, my friends, they kept me, you know, they kept me up to date on everything, you know, I wasn't I wasn't in sports and stuff, you know, because I was a three-sport athlete, and, you know, I wasn't playing any sports, so, you know, they kept me in the loop with things, you know, we still all hung out and stuff, and they showed me some love, so really just everyone around me, you know, so it's really a blessing to have, you know, a good support system like that, and, you know, for for people that are upcoming athletes, like, don't be afraid to ask for help, because, you know, at a point in time in your life, you're going to need help, and, you know, some people may teach you or you may learn things that, you know, you yourself wouldn't figure out until you're, you know, in your thirties or forties. So, I mean, don't be afraid to ask for help. Cause you know, that, that really got me through high school and I'm glad I did it. So.
0: Yeah, I can definitely, uh, I can hear the maturity and wisdom because man, you know, some things that what 17 or 18 that I didn't figure out till I was 22 years old. So, um, yeah. kudos to you for, uh, you know, being willing to listen and being willing to learn. And I think that those are life skills that are going to take you very far and they're going to help you excel at Dartmouth for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know you've been, uh you know, dropping knowledge and spitting facts this whole interview. But are there any kind of lasting quotes or thoughts that you'd like to share that
2: you haven't had
0: a chance to share up until this point in the interview?
2: Um. <laughs> Nah, not really. I, you know, I kind of just gave out my little spill of things, you know. Obviously, I'm still learning, too. So, but, you know, I just, I made it, through. you know, the first slump of, you know, life passing high school and stuff, on to college and stuff. So, you know, that's pretty much all I got.
0: Awesome. Q Jones, everybody, uh, Fountain Fort Carson, moving on to Dartmouth. Uh, we wish you the best of luck here at Playmakers Corner And uh, we know that you could do it at the next level. So thank you so, so much from the bottom of our hearts for joining us.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: And that does it for this episode of Playmakers Corner. Thank you so much. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Playmakers Corner or Playmaker Corner. We're also on Facebook. Feel free to email us at thecycle365 at gmail.com if you have any requests or just direct message us with your film. I'm Cody Stoffer and have a good one.